The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Good morning. We are in the week of the fourth, the fourth week of Advent, and we lit the fourth candle up there, and that means that Christmas is very near. Are you excited? That doesn't sound excited at all. <laughs> are you super excited for Christmas? All right. Well, there is a baby coming. Who is pregnant with the baby Jesus? Mary. You're right. Exactly. So I'm, I have pictures of Mary here. And you can take one. And I, there are more in the narthex. So when you go out, if you can go around and you can pick and you can change your mind and choose a different picture if you want. And you can trade and you can take it home and keep it. These are pictures of Mary. She's the mother of Jesus. And right now, we're in the story with her. And we're waiting and waiting and waiting for Jesus to come. And we're waiting with love. This week, we wait with love. You can trade when you get out there. We wait with love. And therefore, we think about how can we be loving this week to those around us this busy, busy week while we get ready for the big day of Christmas. Mary waited, and we're waiting with her too. And she gives us a gift. And this is one of my gifts to you, is this picture of Mary, so you can remember who she is, because she's a very, very big part of the story. All right, have a wonderful week. You're going to go with Miss Debbie. And we'll see you later. Please be seated. Today we're given a gift. It's an early gift as we await the coming of Christmas. It's a gift from Mary. 
a gift for us in a time of need. Right now, I suspect that we all share a common concern. I imagine that every one of us here in this room is concerned on some level about the senseless violence in our state, our country, and our world. We're concerned for our safety and the safety of others, and especially the children. It's a scary, uncertain time. So what can we hold on to right now? What helps us cope? What helps us to persevere? What helps us move from fear to faith with trust in God? Perhaps something in Mary's story today can help us. Today we celebrate Mary, Mary of Nazareth, Mary, Mother of Mercy, Mother of Jesus, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Her story falls on this fourth Sunday in Advent. We've just lit the fourth candle representing love, a message of love that will infuse our waiting in preparation for what lies ahead this week. Mary shows us her love, her compassion. She is the mother of our Lord, the mother of the baby that we're waiting for this season, and her story is for us, for all of mankind, for those who know and love her, for those who cry to and with her, for those who believe in her, and for those who seek to know her. Picture Mary. What is the image of her that you personally hold? Hold a picture of her in your mind, either younger or older, pregnant or with a newborn baby, or at the foot of the cross of her adult son. In nearly every image I've seen of Mary, she's very pensive, rarely with a smile, with her head tilted to one side and an expression of sadness or wonder or adoration. There are countless images of Mary to be found pregnant, dark-skinned, red-haired, white-robed, crowned, calm, bleeding, sleeping, weeping, head-bent, hands raised, even breastfeeding. She is ours, our mother, our mother of sorrows, of mercy, of solitude, of comfort, of miracles, of light, or simply just herself. However so, Mary is with us. The Mary we hear of in our reading today is the young Mary, maybe 15 years old and betrothed to Joseph. Suddenly and unexpectedly, she is visited by an angel 
with the unbelievable news that she is going to conceive in her womb and bear a son. She is told he will be great. She is told he will be holy. Imagine hearing, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, God's son. And Mary questions this. She's perplexed. She ponders the news. She asks how this can be. And she hears, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and do not be afraid. It's not only Mary who has given those messages, but also Joseph and Elizabeth and Zechariah and even us. Yes, even us. The Holy Spirit is upon us too. Do not be afraid. Here am I. That's what Mary says after all of this news. I think it's incredible to notice that after she's visited by the angel and told of this immaculate conception, she ultimately embraces and accepts this with such openness. Here I am. She along with the rich history of those who came before her, Abraham, Esau, Jacob, his son Joseph, Moses, Samuel, David, and Isaiah, all said, here am I. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Mary's story is full of love. Despite her situation, the Holy Spirit is indeed with her and is also with us. Do not be afraid. I was given a gift at my ordination in June. When you're in the process toward ordination, you receive a shepherd, somebody who shepherds you along and keeps watch over you through the seminary years and I received a great one his name is Rodney and I actually got two for the price of one because his wife came along with him her name is Lynn and she and Rodney instantly became shepherds of mine and they prayed for and with me and they've supported me and encouraged me all along the way from my ordination to the diaconate they gave me this present, which is right here in front of me. And when you come up for communion, you can get a better look. It's a framed piece of art depicting this visitation between Mary and Elizabeth. A moment together between the two, both pregnant, with a dove above them representing the gentleness and peace which the Holy Spirit rains down on the believer. And you can see in the picture the Spirit raining down around them. It was so perfect for today's reading. I had to bring it. When the angel also told Mary that her cousin Elizabeth was pregnant too, 
the angel said, for nothing is impossible with God. Elizabeth is an old woman thought to be unable to conceive, but nothing is impossible with God. When Mary hears of Elizabeth's news, she goes to her in haste. An older, maybe wiser, presumably trusted relative who's also pregnant. Mary maybe maybe Mary went to her for support or safety. Or maybe she also went to help Elizabeth. It's from Elizabeth that perhaps Mary hears out loud from the very first time from another human being an acknowledgement of the reality of her situation. The mother of the Lord comes to me, Elizabeth says. The mother of the Lord comes to me, and blessed is she who believed. Elizabeth praises Mary for her faith. And yet Mary's journey has just begun. She has yet to know the full extent of the mysteries and the heartache and the joy and the struggle that lies ahead for her. Yet now, at the onset, as she's wading into this deep water, she gives us all a gift. She gives us the gift of what is called the Magnificat. Magnificat is Latin for my soul magnifies. It's a beautiful exaltation of Mary's love for the Lord. And it's perfect to fall on this Advent Sunday with the message of love. In it, she speaks of all of the wonderful blessings that God has given her. She sings this song of how her soul magnifies the love of God, who has looked with favor on her, who has done great things for her, who has shown mercy and strength, lifted up, filled helped and promised her. It's all in this song of praise. We too are dealt unexpected news like Mary and Elizabeth. We have both personally and collectively had to face news that is hard to believe. We too have felt the weight and feel the weight of an uncertain future. Like us, Mary must have been afraid at some point. But within that, she had faith. And her faith outweighed her fear. And by the grace of God, she drew on that faith to accept and embrace the challenged challenges that she faced. And so she gives us this gift, a gift to help our faith outweigh our fear. I believe we can take Mary's acceptance of the news deeply to heart. I think we too can respond, yes, Lord, we hear tough news. It's unexpected and scary and difficult and unbelievable, but here am I. 
which begs the next question. What can I do? The question that ignites an active faith. What can I do? We've heard in recent weeks from this pulpit about the unquestionable power of prayer. And that prayer without action is a cop-out. Those are tough words. They're meant to challenge us. What are we going to do? How can we continue to be a community of prayer and action? In the wake of the San Bernardino shootings, our diocesan convention was held nearby. Bishop Bruno and presiding Bishop Curry visited the site of the shootings and prayers flooded the community and the victims. And that weekend, our bishop formed a task force to take that prayer into deliberate action against gun violence. And this week, less than three weeks later already, there is an update about that force and their work. And it's in the narthex on a handout. Please take one on the way out. It's a one-page handout about the Gun Violence Prevention Task Force with specific courses of action that you and I can take right now. Our own Reverend Karen has a former parishioner who was shot in San Bernardino. His name is Jonathan. He is one of the 26 wounded and surviving. He is the sole breadwinner of a family of four with two young children, and they need our help. The youth group this morning will make cards to send to Jonathan's family with hope and love. And you can join in an effort by purchasing a gift card from Script in the parish hall and put it in the basket for Jonathan and we will get that to the family. As we wait for the coming of Christ, we can see God's kingdom amidst our presence when we do this work toward justice and peace and well-being for all people by prayer and action. Mary, like us, has been afraid. She has questioned and wept and fled and suffered and praised and persevered. May we, like Mary, feel the spirit within us, not be afraid, and respond, here am I. I invite you to take this story and song of Mary into your final week of waiting with love. In the lobby, you'll find four images of Mary that I chose. There are many, many more that you can find. I chose four. And they're out in the narthex on a table. Please take one, just one. Choose one and take it home with you and keep it 
around you this week as you think about Mary and her news and her response and her gift to us. To conclude, I invite you to join me in reciting the Magnificat that Mary gives us. And if you can get your Book of Common Prayer and open to page 119, I want you to see it's, it's in the Book of Common Prayer in morning prayer and evening prayer as an option so prevalent in our tradition. But I, I want us to say it together now with a deeper understanding of where it comes from and, and what it's about. So page 119, The Song of Mary. Together, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.